this is a real treat, you guys. You, you don't even know how good you have it because Robert is a uh, treasure of New York um, uh, literati. Um, so, Robert, most people know you as a playwright, um, fiction writer, but you're a poet, too. Um, t tell us, well, here, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. Um, can you tell us when you first started um, writing? Uh, so I, I was asking uh, another poet about this today. So I, I'm, I'm making a distinction between you know writing for school and writing for uh, yourself. When, when did you first start you know writing creative creatively? Uh, please. Well. First of all, Josh, I'm really happy to be here and happy that you asked me to oh. uh, join you on this uh, Poets podcast. Uh, writing was always something that I wanted to do ever since I was a kid. Uh, and my problem was I didn't think I had anything to say. I liked I've always liked the mechanics of writing. I had a typewriter from the time I was 12. Uh, and I used to be, uh, when we were at camp, I would be the nerdy counselor on the porch with the typewriter uh, who was trying to uh, uh, just write letters home. But I, I just loved the, the feeling of writing. It wasn't until uh, about my... Uh, fourth job uh, when I was commuting from Princeton Junction to New York on the train that I discovered I had the time then to actually begin writing. This is pre-computers. This is writing on a yellow pad while everybody else in the car right. is reading the whole journal. Uh, and I really didn't think again that I had uh, anything to say and two things, two things happened that turned into stories. Um, one was uh, a teacher at one of my kids' schools uh, having a heart attack in front of them, uh, and the, which resulted in uh, my story, Mrs. Miller's, uh, which was one of the first stories that was published. The other was uh, overhearing uh, a guy who was dressed in a uh, neckerchief, and his friend his friend said, um, "Why are you wearing that neckerchief?" And he said, "I want to be a playwright." And he says, "Well, so right." He said, "No, I have to start at the outside." And I just thought that was so interesting, and that huh. turned into my story, Uncle Louie. Oh yeah, I remember you told me about that. And. Uh, once those two stories, it, it took a lot of work and a lot of writing and a lot of uh, uh, what I think of it now as bravery, uh, although um, it's that I, I can't possibly show this to anyone. It's all too tender. It just took a long time for me to get over that and to finally send the stories out. And I was very, very lucky. Uh, those two stories got uh, picked up by uh, a journal uh, that was then called San Jose Studies is out of San Jose State University in California. It's now part of Reed. Uh, and 
a, a wonderful editor there who was extremely helpful. And uh, the interaction with her made me feel like I was indeed a real writer. And I've now got, uh, I don't know, 45 short stories and uh, 18 plays. And uh, then we get to the poems and that's kind of like a whole other thing. Yeah. And so <clears throat> the poetry, well, it, it, it is a whole other thing. And I, um, well, you and I have known each other a long time. And, uh, you know, speaking of, of, you know, people who make each other feel like a real writer, um, you know, not to get too mushy, but, you know, you, you really helped me uh, when I first moved to New York um, because I, I didn't know anybody. And, and uh, you and I met in a, in a teaching capacity at yes. the uh, uh, Fortune Society in, in Queens, in Long Island City. And um, so for, for, for those of you guys that don't know, the um, uh, Fortune Society, and, and you, you can correct me, Robert, if, if I get this wrong, um, it's a, 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 a nonprofit that helps, uh, you know, uh, uh, formerly incarcerated adults and, and youth, uh, you know, com coming out of the system um, or, you know, people who are about to go into this system. Uh, you know, it helps them, you know, get jobs. It helps them learn how to write and read and, and uh, uh, you know, with math skills and, th and things like that. Uh, right. With that, that was your understanding, Robert? Yeah, that's absolutely right. I would also insert here that uh, I left after a month, but Josh... Oh! No, you're a terrific teacher. <laughs> and that's not one of my strengths at all. Uh, I'm, I'm okay one-on-one -on -one with a manuscript helping somebody edit it, but uh, don't ask me to do uh, teaching. <laughs> you have a real gift. Ah, well, thank you. Well, I, I, I would disagree about you... Uh, you know your your teaching ability, um, because like like I was saying, um, the imagery in your uh, plays, your uh, plays and your stories, has really resonated with me. And the um, how do I say it? The way that you get to those to those big truths through the through the everyday, I guess you could say. Um, and that, that's why I was so just fascinated, um, that you, that I, 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 I don't want, I don't want to say that poetry wasn't, you know, large in your mind because obviously it was, but, um, um, yeah, no, I understand. I'm, yeah. I'm very, I, I am very conscious of word usage, especially as it relates to, uh, character, uh, and, but but there there are times I was thinking about this um, when an idea comes into my head, some little grain of sand that one hopes is going to turn into a pearl at least, or you know whatever. Uh, my one fervent prayer is, oh please God, don't let this be a novel. <laughs> I just I yeah. just I've I've written to two and a half, uh, and long form is not my strong suit. Um, the, uh, uh, and, and the play, the plays, the plays that I've done, uh, tend to be 
uh, tr traditional forms, some of them, and, and kind of kind of personal. But yeah. the business about poetry I find fascinating to me because uh, the, the, when an idea comes and it says or, or makes itself known, this has to be a poem. This is a poem. This idea that you have is a poem. And it's not anything else, and it can't be expressed in any other way. And sometimes I'll go for years and nothing, and then all of a sudden, bang, 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 these things come in, and they are uh, need, need to be need to be expressed as poems. I don't share these, Josh. You know that. I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't consider myself uh, a poet in that league that you and others are in. Oh, I, shush. But thank you. I do get, I do get the uh, impulse uh, from time to time, and sometimes, you know, time, 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 to uh, that whatever it is, this, this feeling or this image or this sharing something really must be done as a poem. The other thing is yeah. they're very immediate with me. I don't, uh, as is much of my work, uh, I am the kind, the kind of playwright who uh, sits and starts without having the faintest idea about where anything is going. And then uh, my biggest mantra for that and for everything is, it's only a draft. Yeah, well, there uh, you go. You can, you can go back and work on it uh, or not. You know, sometimes and sometimes stuff, uh, as you know, just stops in the middle. Mm -hmm. and you have to say, "Well, that was nice. I wish it was better. Never mind. On to the next." Well, the important thing to do, I think, is write. Well, it's yeah, good. and that's uh, that's funny. I, I was just talking with um, um, uh, another poet. In, in, in the uh, past episode, we were joking um, about, you know, sending your, uh, sending your work out there. I, I actually, uh, um, oh, gee, see, see, I got off the track. Now I'm going to ramble. I can't remember what I was going to say. Um, about sending your stuff out? Yeah, no, about sending your stuff out there. And, you know, is it all worth sending out? And I was like, uh, no, because, I mean... I, I don't know about you, but I have about, you know, 700, 800 kids that I just, I, they're okay. I mean, I, I, I'd like to think that I love all my kids, but dude, I don't. I mean, they're okay. I mean, I, I can appreciate why they existed, but sometimes they were just a stepping stone to something else. Uh, well, the thing to remember is, uh, like much of life, nobody knows anything. And never throw anything away. Oh, sure. No, they're sitting on this computer. Really, really, you never know. Yeah. And often, just for instance, like I will, only under great duress will I direct any play that I've written. I am not, Ooh. A, I'm not a yeah. good director. And other directors and actors will take my work and find things in it that I didn't know were there. Well, uh, you know, and it... Quite wonderful. It's interesting, and you know, going back to the, you know, you not being able to 
express yourself as easily in poetry. Um, <laughs> well, you remember, you know, going to, you know, French toast or wherever we were going. Uh, like I would, you know, just like come running through the front door, like hair crazy, like face beat red, like rambling about some excited shit that I'm doing. But after all that, it was poetry because like I had a, a story here and there, but like, I'm not a fiction writer. Like it, it took me 10 years to write that shitty ass novel and no one's ever going to see that thing again. All right. And I mean, I, I wrote that play about Alaska. I mean, you remember the yes. ABC No Rio thing. I mean, that, that was fun. Like we, we took it to Alaska and it, it worked, but I'm not you. I'm not you. I'm, I'm not a playwright. I'm a, I'm a poet. I mean, God help me. <laughs> but that's, that's what it is. That, that's, that's what I'm going to go down as right? or a journalist. But, you know, I absolutely, absolutely get that. And yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's sort of too, it's sort of too bad. But, you know, the universe doesn't bestow gifts equally. Yeah. We all get gifts. We all we all have a star inside us, but it's not the same star. Uh, and sometimes something uh, when, when it when it when it feels good and it works, uh, that's bliss. And when you, uh, <laughs> in my case, I'm sorry, I was flashing on working for working for wages in the corporate world. Oof. I love the annual reports that I did. I'm very proud of them, but it didn't make me sing. Yeah, the annual re annual reports didn't make you sing. <laughs> That's correct. You know, it's funny because um, speaking of annual reports, I was looking up Wallace Stevens. Uh, Oh, yes. Today, because I, I, I was looking for a little bit of, you know, I don't know, because th this is about poets from Connecticut and Jersey and New York. And I was maybe, you know, maybe looking for some interesting quips for the for the intro. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I thought that might be fun. But yeah, no, he he was an interesting fellow. Yes. It, I, I, I think of him being able to write the poems and keep them in his head as he was walking to and from work. Uh, at that insurance agency, insurance company. Yeah. <sighs> He's a big inspiration for me, actually. Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny. Like, you, you and he are nothing alike, but I often conflate you guys in my head. Ah, thank you. Ah, Ernst and Young. Compliment. Yeah. Did you want me to read this thing? Yeah, I, I would love it if you would read that thing. And and could you give us the uh, title of it, please, Robert? It's called Eating Pears in Winter. Sure. And if you do me a favor, uh, just give it a little bit more oomph because your, your levels are fading here. Oh, okay. Give it a little oomph? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Eating Pears in Winter. Leaf gray rain across the window snug, inside and pair away the core and seeds and leave the taste and texture on my fingers, tongue and hand. In Geneva, they were brown and harder, snapped when Julie's fingers parted, let me taste the tips. Beyond the window, yellow grass and horses steam the air. The other pairs upon the beam were green and gold. That gnarled hand then reached one down. Pairs are promise, 
ripeness caught, satin juices, fragrance fraught with riches more than I can bear, a winter's joy to eat a pear. Dude! <laughs> that is so good. Oh my gosh. Can you do me... Will you, will you read that one more time, please? Sure. Okay. Any changes? Nope. H however you want to make it. Eating pears in winter. Leaf gray rain across the window snug. Inside and pare away the core and seeds and leave the taste and texture on my fingers, tongue, and hand. In Geneva, they were brown and harder, snapped when Julie's fingers parted. Let me taste the tips. Beyond the window, yellow grass and horses steam the air. The other pears upon the beam were green and gold. That gnarled hand then reached one down. Pears are promise, ripeness caught, satin juices, fragrance fraught with riches more than I can bear. A winter's joy to eat a pear. That's so great. Thank you. Absolutely. Robert, do you do you have any writing projects that you are currently up to that you'd like to let people know about? Absolutely. <clears throat> I have, uh, it's, it's worth a bit of a backstory. Uh, Go for it. Last, last fall, I was at a, I, I live in Greenwich Village. Uh, the new school is close by. We had a community police meeting uh, or a police community meeting at the in one of the big rooms at the new school last uh, October, and by the time they got around to bicycles and all of that, I'd heard that those back and forths enough times that I picked myself up and left the meeting and went out and got on uh, the elevator. And as the, there were three uh, young male students in there, and as the doors closed. One of them said to the others, nobody knows anything about Pinter anymore. And I thought he was either, if he was talking about the web app Pinterest, that was one thing. Or maybe he was talking about the playwright Harold Pinter. God, I, I hope took, so. Took their, I took the risk of, uh, and said, uh, well, I know about Harold Pinter. He said, you know about Harold Pinter, the playwright? I said, yes, I wrote my graduate thesis on him. I did. It's called uh, The Poetic Effects of Theatricality. Yeah. Uh, and uh, his name is Anthony Caruso. He and I have had, uh, pre-quarantine, pre uh, had uh, a couple of uh, meals and meetings. He's got a production company. He's going into his senior year. He's got a production company called Pocket Bear. Uh, and he's been extremely supportive of uh, my writing. I've written uh, five or six uh, three-minute absurdist plays that we've uh, recorded. Uh, the last two have just gone up. Uh, they're, uh, it's, it's a, a reaction, basically, to the absurdity of the time that we're living in. Uh, okay. 
So uh, taking, uh, taking a leaf from uh, Eugenie Inesco and Samuel Beckett and uh, others who have created giant stuff, I'm doing little mini things over here in the corner, but enjoying it. And uh, we've been recording those as uh, a- available podcasts. Uh, he's also, uh, we're about to launch a series called Table Talk, uh, which are monologues that I've written uh, for people in restaurants. Uh, okay. So one okay. is, for instance, uh, a, a lady not eating onions. Uh, another one is, uh, sit down, I'm having my coffee now. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> and uh, then also what so you just like give these to people and they they read them in restaurants or what yeah uh no 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 i just wrote them i had no uh, idea anything was going to come of them and i shared, oh. shared them with anthony and he said oh i have some actors who would be interested in doing this so he has gone and reached out to a wide variety of ages and um, races to help uh, put this together and we're going to begin recording after after uh, they'll, they'll go out as Zoom kind of calls on YouTube. Uh, That's so fun. In, individual, yeah, it is. It's a lot of fun. I've written a couple of uh, special uh, ones, and uh, others are from others are from the trunk. And then there is my uh, short story, Barzini to the Rescue. Right which we uh, recorded a couple of weeks ago when it's been posted. Uh, it's about a young child who uh, is a great imagination and uh, truly believes that he can fly uh, and has very supportive old elderly vaudevillian aunt and uncle who uh, are are one of the few who understand his imagination. Anyway, we recorded that with people from uh, Minnesota and the Upper East Side and the Upper West Side uh, and uh, New Jersey and Greenwich Village using uh, this new technology that's available and that's up on my website. Uh, the two latest the two latest absurdist plays, one is called Negatorious Wolves and the other is called Popovers. Uh, those, will, those will be out on Saturday. Okay. Coming Saturday, with, be on my website. And wait, Saturday. Wait, what's the date today? Today's no, the twenty-eighth. Twenty-eighth. So, so uh, they'll be up on August 29th? Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> you, well, wait. So two things. D- don't let me forget. I have a great story about Sam uh, Beckett and Andre the Giant that I need to tell you. Oh yes, I love <laughs> What? Mm. Oh. But, but, um, so, um, before I forget, I, I wanted to ask you, so you're, you're obviously a a, a very thoughtful man. Uh, so as a creative person, um, what do you think we can do, Robert, um, to, to help people? Right. And as, as I said, I think everybody, everybody has a gift of some kind. I'm a big believer in that everybody can write. Everybody has at least one story to tell. And these days, okay. you can put it up 
in such a variety of places. And you, you never know. Uh, I'm also a great believer in trying to not write your own script because you don't really know what, what's going on. I would encourage everybody, first of all, to get involved in some way that, that you can. It's very draining. Uh, it's very difficult these days. And it's difficult to feel that uh, my little pebble is going to make any difference. But a lot of pebbles can really divert a stream. So uh, I think it's important for everybody to do things. I encourage writing because I think that's really uh, important. And I think uh, even if even if you're especially if you're afraid to write, there's probably something really, really important that you want to say. That's an excellent uh, point. And you never, you, you you just never know who it's going to touch or what's what's going what's going to happen. What seeds could be planted? You don't know who you're going to meet in the elevator, uh, so to speak. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, I I just uh, not not doing not doing something is not an option for me. It's these uh, small absurdist plays that I hope will, for instance, which I hope will. Uh, create some kind of ripples and uh, recognition uh, with, uh, with with people, and perhaps uh, arouse who knows who knows what. But you 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 have to do what you what you can. That's what I think. I agree. I I think I I, I think trying to add to that would be would be foolish. So I'm just going to say thank you, Robert. Um, this was fantastic. It's been a total honor having you. Thank um, you, and thanks to the listeners. Absolutely. So, um, j just so everybody knows, uh, Robert's um, uh, website. It's uh, or go ahead, Robert. Can you? Uh, uh, sure. It's robertmulthrop.com. That's R-O-B-E-R-T, and then M like Michael O-U-L-T-H. ROP like Peter.com. Awesome. Thank you, Robert. Thanks, everybody. I'll see you later. Be Bye. safe. Wear a mask. Bye.